AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for Aviation Pros. The aviation industry is on a cusp of major investment as it looks towards a post-pandemic future with a $25 billion infusion from the Federal Infrastructure Act. It also puts the industry at a unique position to accelerate the use of disadvantaged business enterprises within improvements and operations. I recently spoke with Kevin Swan, Senior Principal, Director of Business Development, and Leader of the Aviation and Transportation Practice of HOK, to discuss the current challenges with DBE programs across the U.S. and what airports can do to enhance their programs. First question I have for you today, why should DBE participation be a priority for airports? I mean, what benefits do these types of enterprises offer when it comes to airport improvement projects or operations projects? Well, you know, airports are basically a many city. I mean, in many cities, the the airport is uh, one of the largest employers in, in that community. So anytime you can have a program that fosters inclusion and diversity around a DBE program, uh, it has jobs. And jobs are the, the key of economic growth and capacity building and family sustainability. So I, I think it's a it's a, a true job generator, and when you have goals uh, that people follow to achieve uh, DBE participation, uh, it's great economic impact to the community. Now, share a little about how the industry is doing when it comes to DBE participation for <clears throat> aviation projects. I mean, is it growing? Uh, where are you seeing the growth? Or conversely, where do you see it falling short? I know we're in kind of a strange times with uh, COVID. Yeah, you know, COVID really put a, a damper on the DBE program. It was uh, it was actually growing on the concession side uh, as well as construction. Uh, not so much on design. I think we still have a lot of work to do on design and technology, uh, as well as cargo. Cargo is, is a great opportunity. Um, you know, the COVID allowed some projects to, to move forward on the construction side because you had a lot more uh, availability to move around because you don't have as, as many people on the site. Uh, so I, I would say that... Um, you know, concessions is, is going to be a problem to rebuild now in the DBE program coming out of COVID without any form of, of, of you know, credit enhancement or, or assistance to, to DBEs. Um, I, I think that we need to do more on the design and engineering side. And there are some areas that are, that are untapped, such as cargo and, and technology. You know, biometrics and the whole technology space is the wave of the future. And I think we need to begin to get more DBEs involved in that technology side of the house. 
And so tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the common shortfalls you see out there when it comes to airport building these plans for robust uh, DBE participation, whether it be SBE, WBE, MBE, and, uh, you know, where are some of the ways that they should start maybe thinking about ways they can improve it? Yeah, it, you know, from my, uh, I guess, my my control tower looking out, my, my lens, you know, some of the problems still persist uh, that have been plaguing uh, both DBE, MWB uh, uh, contracting for a long time, which is financing, uh, bonding assistance. Now you've got workforce problems, the ability to to, to find staff. You know, a lot of the, the trades and, and design and engineering, a lot of people are retiring. And I don't think we've really been building that pipeline of, of young professionals coming in behind us on the design, engineering, and construction side. So we've got a we've got a lot of work to do there to 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 make that work better. I think the certification, the reciprocal certification, uh, is is still a problem. I think we should move towards more of a universal certification you have inconsistencies around uh, who accepts what certification and it's it's a pain uh, some airports won't accept other state certification why don't we have just one universal certification and, and accept it um, I think the the WBMB program where uh, some airports want you to open an office and have an office in that city to 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 do work there. I, I think that's ridiculous, particularly around M and WB. If if we're really trying to build capacity and increase a bandwidth of NWBEs, allow them to move around and to uh, at worst partner with another local uh, MBE WBE. Uh, I think that uh, this opening, you can't build an automotive plant everywhere you want to sell a car. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. And if you really want to build capacity, take down that barrier right away. I think the 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 uh, issue of quick pay and paying quicker, I think uh, airports need to look at how to to, uh, to to develop a quick pay where you can turn around money quicker. Uh, for all of the certified uh, areas, the DBE, MWB, I think the the pay process has got to to be fixed. Um, I, I think that um, you know mentor protege, uh, such as the one in Chicago that uh, that Jamie Ray developed when she was in procurement, now the airport director. That that mentor protege program is is really great. Uh, where in uh, Atlanta they require a joint venture. That really has bolstered uh, firms to to really grow and build capacity. Charlotte has a an incredible scoring program on their their outreach, um, and where you actually get scores for your level of effort of inclusion and diversity. Um, I think that uh, DFW and and uh, Seattle have very strong programs because. They hold their staff accountable, uh, and they hold the firms that want to work with them accountable uh, to the extent that it's a part of their employee evaluation at the end of the year. Uh, firms who aren't in compliance need not apply until you can prove that 
you know how to do this. Uh, and they take it very serious. So those are just a few examples of, you know, some of the barriers and, and areas and, and airports that are doing things really well. So tell me, for airports, how should they think about their outreach when it comes to SBE, WBE, MBE, DBE? I mean, what kind of resources are there in their community to reach these enterprises, to get them involved, or conversely, the industry? And, you know, when should they start leveraging these resources when thinking about building involvement? Well, you know, I'll give you a point to a perfect example. We just did a really strong outreach out at LA for LAX. Um, in, in the midst of COVID, um, and we started very early, uh, sometimes six months, eight months, a year in advance, and we went around and talked to all the certification agencies throughout the city and county, tapped into their, their database, and did a virtual outreach program using Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, we were able to set up uh, one-on-one uh, interviews through Calendly, another software tool, I think it's a Microsoft tool, where you would have 15 to 20 minutes of uh, your elevator speech, so to speak, uh, one-on-one with with us, so we can learn more about you. It gave us enough time before the RFP actually hit the street to really get to know people. And I think that's that's really important. You know, when when I do work around the country, I try to get in a year in advance and go visit their offices and see who they have, where they've been and where they want to grow and really understand where they want to build capacity and sometimes areas that they they had not thought of. I think that early engagement, early involvement is is really key because it it allows the 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 minority firms an opportunity to, to think about their business plan and their business strategy and getting resources lined up. I think the other important thing is for airports to look at their spin uh, for uh, the next calendar year or two years. And, you know, you can have an outreach meeting, but have gone through a thought process of how are you going to unbundle those pieces to really maximize inclusion and build capacity is really important. You know, there's a, there's a big difference between contract value and, and cost to work. And sometimes they don't match up with your capacity. And I think that you really have to look at your community capacity and match that up with those packages where you can really hit a home run on economic impact and jobs. And then my last question for you today, uh, you know, we got a new year. Uh, We have the infrastructure bill that has just gone through. There's going to be a lot of work that's going to be going on in the aviation sector for the next five years. But that said, what steps should airports leaders think about now to improve their DBE, MBE participation and build their resources? I mean, what questions should they ask themselves when it comes to their current strategy engaging these companies? Yeah, I think that's really timely and very important. You know, the, one of the first things that look at is what have we done well and how can we do it better? Um, really expanding on what you've done well stop doing those things that haven't been successful and move those resources to doing something innovative 
and different to really build capacity and, and make that technology transfer. This is a once in a lifetime event. And sometimes when you get involved in big airport projects, they're, they're once in a lifetime events that you really wanna take advantage of to really build legacy building businesses and build capacity. You know, like I mentioned earlier, what what are some of the areas that we haven't had growth like in technology and cargo? Uh, what are some of the other supply chain opportunities that have not been tapped uh, as a part of this? It's, it's one thing to look at the big, big percentages and big dollar amounts, but really unpack that whole supply chain um, uh, possibility and find ways to to build legacy buildings to 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 be suppliers uh, long term for um, you know U.S. based materials, goods, and services. I think this is a perfect time to really re-examine what we've been doing and look at new opportunities and not just continue to gravitate to the same old, same old, the concessions, the construction, design, engineering. What are we missing? You know, what what does this opportunity really bring forth? Is, is there an opportunity for uh, ownership on the operating side? Uh, or equity um, in LaGuardia that presented that you know it's the first P3 in the country presented an opportunity for Magic Johnson and Loop Capital to actually be in the boardroom to have a presence in the boardroom. I think getting more airlines uh, and your leadership executives more in tune with you know being creative and thinking out of box. Industry is looking for this. They're looking for uh, firms and, and airports and people who are really embracing, you know, diversity and inclusion. It's, it's you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, what is your reputation? Engaging diversity and inclusion, you know, increases retention. Uh, it drives revenue because you have a diverse group of opinions. Uh, sometimes it really fosters creativity and innovation and uh, creates efficiency. So, this this diversity move now, I think, is is more important than ever. And with the infrastructure uh, money coming down the pipe, this is a time to do a self-examination and reassessment as to how we can do it better and smarter. For more information on DBE business participation in airport projects and operations, make sure to visit our website at www.aviationpros.com or subscribe to the Airport Business Daily Newsletter. I'm Joe Petrie. Thanks for joining us today.